at some point, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you have to consider some serious change. And at this point, that change is not just one person or one position or one coach. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, a 30 to six blowout to the Houston Texans in week four and another very eye opening performance by the team as a whole on defense. The run unexistent at this point, you have no idea why the Pittsburgh Steelers are unable to stop the run game against opposing teams, but they just can't do it. They have inside linebackers, and you feel good about Cole Holcomb, Alandon Roberts, Mike, Mark Robinson, and Quan Alexander one week, and then you feel terrible about them the next. The defensive line, Larry Ogunjobi, DeMarvin Leal, you have names like Keanu Benton and Montrevious Adams, Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt. Last week, two weeks ago, they're all over the place. You can't stop these guys. And then this week, nowhere to be found, anywhere. Even T.J. Watt acknowledged that he had a terrible game and that he's going to put this on his shoulders. The cornerbacks, they step up big in some crucial moments, but overall, if you're going to classify these guys as good or bad, you're leaning more heavily towards the bad side. Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace are not getting the job done. DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal, and even Minka Fitzpatrick are struggling all season long. It is overall very, very poor play by the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And that's just the beginning because the offense is nowhere to be found and doesn't look like it's coming back anytime soon. Fourth and one, the Pittsburgh Steelers are running the ball very well on a drive and they have an opportunity to gain some momentum and keep their offense on the field and hopefully go down and score a touchdown their first and only of the ball game. What do they do? They line up in shotgun out of a timeout. Kenny Pickett gets sacked. He's injured. He's now out with a knee injury. We don't know the extent of it, but it seems pretty serious. Mike Tomlin says after the game, it's got to be changes. Hell yeah, we're making changes. We got to make changes. Bad day at the office, he says. Well, you got to ask what those changes are. Are they going to be Matt Canada? Is Matt Canada changing or is he changing anything at all? Because it's been two years and four games of Matt Canada coming around and every Thursday talking about how the Steelers need to execute better. And the Mike Tomlin talking on Tuesdays and after games about how the offense needs to execute better and how they're inefficient and how he still has faith in Matt Canada because we do not see the same process that he does. Well, that process leads to the same results that we're watching, and those results are not getting the job done. But I expect on Tuesday for Tomlin to once again walk into the, the press conference room, go up to the podium, and defend his offensive coordinator. Is Canada a decision that you change? Is that one of your changes? Is it Kenny Pickett? Do you test out Mitch Trubitsky again and say, hey, we need to do something because this kid is not it. He's thrown 11 touchdowns and 13 interceptions as a Pittsburgh Steeler, and people say, oh, well, his play calling is terrible, his offensive line is horrible. Those are not wrong excuses. They're, they're, they're right. You're not lying. He does have an awful play caller, and his offensive line is terrible, and the guys catching the football are very hit or miss, even George Pickens. He's got a tight end who we expected to be way better than he is right now, but he's not. 
But still, Kenny Pickett looks like a guy who this game is moving way too fast for, where he cannot slow it down enough to make crucial decisions, where he's leaving the pocket way too early. And when he does leave the pocket, he doesn't have the awareness to realize where the rush is coming from so he could go to the other side. Kenny Pickett looks rattled at all times on a football field, and he's 25 years old. You can't continue to wait for this guy to develop and to have everything slow down for him because at some point you're going to risk we waited too long, this guy isn't it, now we don't have any other options. Is Kenny Pickett a guy that's part of this change? Truthfully, I don't expect any change at all. I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to walk into this week and make any drastic changes. I think on Tuesday, Mike Tomlin is going to come up with an excuse or two about everything's going to be pretty much the same. They're just going to try to execute better. A a timeline that we've been through many, many times before. But I'll say this. At this point, it falls onto every single category, and every single category should be considered for change. There is not a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin included, and I am not a fire Mike Tomlin guy. And I'm not even a Mike Tomlin critic. Like I said it once last week, people lost their minds about it. And I immediately acknowledged I was the only one who had the same thoughts as Stephen Thompson, my co-host. Besides that, I've defended this guy through and through and will continue to. I think he deserves a job in the NFL. But I think he's got a very hard time making changes, making adjustments, and giving up on guys that he needs to give up on. And sometimes that's going to come back to bite him in the butt. And in this instance, he needs to really, really break the mold and change his ways and adapt because that's what the NFL is, adapt and survive. Mike Tomlin is not doing any of that. I think you have to put some blame on him. I don't know where Matt Canada sits in the eyes of Omar Khan and Art Rooney. I know where he sits in the eyes of Mike Tomlin, and that doesn't seem encouraging for those that want to get rid of the offensive coordinator. But for the other two, I don't know if they've had enough. I don't know if they sat around while C.J. Stroud was having a field day on the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, who's supposed to be good, and they have quickly realized, man, if we had a great play caller, things would be better. Kendrick Green might have succeeded here. We'd be able to operate with a poor offensive line because the Houston Texans have a poor offensive line, and they were able to do anything they wanted to do against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe they've had enough. Maybe they begin to really contemplate change, and if there is going to be a change in offensive coordinator, the bye week makes so much sense. So much sense. Get rid of them before the bye week or right before the bye week. Go into it. You have two weeks to figure everything out and try to get guys on the same page with whoever else is calling plays or whoever the new guy is calling plays. But if that's when you're going to make a change, that is when you're going to make a change. And then there's Kenny Pickett. And truthfully, I've said this for two or three weeks now, four really. Kenny Pickett doesn't seem like the guy. He seems like he's got a lot more progression that he needs to have before he's ready to start in the NFL I don't think that the Steelers as a whole are a team that can support a quarterback who is struggling this bad. And watching C.J. Stroud, it's just hard to figure out how you come up with an excuse for this. How you sit around and say, well, Kenny Pickett is nowhere near C.J. Stroud, but that's okay. Because we knew that. We knew that Kenny Pickett was not the same player as C.J. Stroud. Well, why are you not shooting for C.J. Stroud? Why are you not shooting for that caliber of player? Why are you not wanting a quarterback who could be a superstar? 
to settle at that position is the biggest mistake you can make in the NFL, and it comes back to bite people all the time. The Kansas City Chiefs are a prime example. The Philadelphia Eagles are a prime example. The Houston Texans are going to be a prime example of why this continuously works, why you need a superstar quarterback if you could get your hands on one, and why you should not settle for a guy who is not it and who is not going to become it. I don't know where Kenny Pickett's ceiling is, but it is not C.J. Stroud's. And I think it was very apparent today that it's time to possibly think about where you want the end game to be at your quarterback position and whether or not you want that to be Kenny Pickett or not. And I'm not saying a change has to come immediately. I'm not saying that this is a decision that you have to make overnight. And I hope Kenny Pickett's healthy. I hope in the whole grand scheme of things, there's nothing seriously wrong with Kenny Pickett's knee and everything's fine. I never wish injury on anybody. But injury or not, you have to think of change. Mike Tomlin says there's changes coming. I don't believe that there really are going to be any. But you got to consider everything. Where's Joey Porter Jr.? How long could Roderick Jones stay in a football game? Mason Cole is clearly your biggest weak weakness on the offensive line. And Nate Herbig didn't play bad. So if you want to consider offensive line changes, moving James Daniels to center makes a lot of sense for the Steelers. On defense, every position should be talked about. On offense, what's going on? Where's Darnell Washington? What's happening to George Pickens and his inconsistencies? Just so many questions. So many reasons to change. Mike Tomlin says there's going to be some. We'll see what happens.